Yo, yo, welcome to my world. This is 2Dub. You're now rocking with the Mink Show. Yeah. You are now tuned into New York's very own Minx Couture. All the opinions and views expressed on this show are from mine and mine only. I take responsibility for everything I say. But if you're going to be all up in your feelings, then this is not the platform for you. Because this is The Mink Show. Reloaded. This is everyone's favorite minx. And once again, I have two dub official on the line. And two dub official is actually one of my dope Patreon members that I actually connected with on Twitter. And we're gonna have a moment with him and talk with him about his music and his life and everything that's going on in his world. How you doing, Two Dub Official? I'm doing fine. And yourself? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We were actually having a great interview, and unfortunately, we were having a lot of connection issues. But that's okay because at the end of the day, we're still going to have a dope moment to discuss you and celebrate you as an artist. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. So where where we left off was. Um, I started to ask you about your journey as an artist and why you became an artist. And you started getting into just some of the the, the jewels that I needed to hear. And I I would love for you to just repeat that and let me know exactly how you got your start in music. Okay. So I started off doing uh, writing poetry and that was a big thing then, but what it was was that a couple of people that I knew, you know, got with me and was talking about, um, you know, doing lyrics and stuff like that because they liked the way I was doing my poetry. So what happened was, you know, I started working with people or whatnot. They liked my sound. So more or less, they started inviting me to the studio with them. So I could work with them and kind of emulate my sound into them or whatnot. So well, that, that's interesting. Recording. I'm sorry. Huh? No, I said that's interesting that you said that because I think a lot of us got our start as um, in poetry. Yeah. So when you when you yeah, got poetry, into the is this a real deep thing? Yeah. So w- when you got into poetry, um, what were like some of the you know, ideas that you that you were creating at that time um, that set, made you say to yourself, you know what, I, I got to do this for a career. I pulled uh, most of my poetry and stuff from things that were happening around. And lots of times it was a lot of personal stuff going on. It was actually like therapy to me. Mm-hmm. So when, when I got emotional about something, I sit back and write about it. And, you know, it made things feel a little bit better to me. Um, it got to the point where I just started writing about stuff that was happening around me. So you, you pretty much took your elements from life and said, you know what, I, I like how I'm able to express myself through poem. 
And then you decided to add rhythm to it, which a lot of people don't really know that rap means rhythm in poetry. So uh, explain to us how, how that came about. Uh, well, like I said, it was um, some people that had heard me. They liked the poetry that I was doing. And they felt that, actually, they felt that I was trying to um, put it to music or try try rap, you know. It was like try, try writing, a, writing a song or something instead of poetry. They actually tried to stop me from doing poetry, but I wasn't going to stop doing it. But I went ahead and um, gave a try what they was talking about. And that's good because a lot of a lot of us need that. Good to me after a while. Yeah, because a, a lot of us need that push yeah. from like our friends and and people that believe in us. And you know, sometimes we don't know what our calling is, but other people do see what our calling is. Mm-hmm. So you you're from Ohio. You're from Ohio, and when we were discussing about putting together this interview and I was reading your bio, um, I see that you said that you were formally to dub. Well, why is that formally? Well, the first project that I put out on my own or the first single was back in 2018 was called Rep. And it was just a test project just to see, you know, what type of, um, what, what type of, you know, feedback I would get or whatnot. But what happened was there was another two dub there was a or shall I say a couple of um two dubs or whatever. I mean if, even if it wasn't just two dub, if it had the name two dub somewhere in it, my song got lost behind all their stuff. So I would constantly have to um call or or email about getting my project, getting my single pulled out of theirs, out of their project and released on its own. So I had the problem with Spotify. I've had the problem with YouTube. I had the problem with iTunes. And I had to figure out a way to just get it out there so that I wouldn't be confused with anybody else. Yeah. And and I know that so happens a lot. To that- me, I still go by two duck oh. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that happens a lot with a lot of artists no, that, that have conflicting, um, you know, names for like the name search. Right. So I still go by 2Dub, but when people look me up, they look up 2Dub official and they're still fine. And it'll just be, that's me. Oh. See, that that that's actually scary for me because I always wonder, I'm like, okay, am I the only minx out here? Because I know there's a, D, there's a DJ minx, there's, a, there's another minx that's spelled with a Y-N-X and... So I usually get worried about that, but I don't think that's going to be for too long. <laughs> right. <laughs> so some of your influences, um, you have a lot of great influences, actually. Some of us can only come up with maybe one or two, and, and you have a, a few of them. Yeah. So which one Which one do you identify yeah, with the most? <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? I said, which one do you identify with the most? Because I see you have um, Busta and uh, De La Soul to Tupac. There's just so there's so many and, and so many greats in there. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm most related to Tupac only because, you know, it was a lot of stuff going on that and, and the way he put uh, where he put actual life in a lot of the stuff that he did and not only just the music but the interviews and stuff that he would do those are the type of things that caught me and pushed me to go ahead and try and move forward a little bit more well Tupac is definitely you know uh, obviously he, he just um, there was an anniversary recently of him and, you know, that was a huge loss, right. very huge loss in hip hop. And, you know, definitely a, a great um, in this uh, culture. And that that's actually really cool. And I do hear the correlation with that in your music. Uh, I do hear the influences of that. Um, Talib Kweli, you also said Talib Kweli, J. Cole, who's been in the news recently. But <laughs> they're, you know, they're always they're always trying to slander a brother, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So I will be honest though. He, he, he brings some of that on himself sometimes right now. I don't, cause I don't know what he's going through, but you know, he's a, his mindset is a lot different from what it was uh, back in the day. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean that, that I did notice that. Um, uh, do you think that perhaps it's maybe the pressure that's going on with, with trying to, you know, stay relevant in, in today's times with quarantine? I mean, I, that may be possible. I, I really can't say for sure because everybody does anything they do, to uh, anything they can to try and be relevant right now. So, right. Especially with everything out of sight, you know. Right. And especially like with, you know, speaking of quarantine, you know, I've been asking a lot of artists recently, like how how have you been um, dealing with quarantine and how is it affecting your creativity? Man, it, it put me back for a minute. I sat back and um, it was so much going on with it. I mean, between dealing with work, uh, dealing with home, bills, and, and trying to focus on my music, I lost myself for a minute. Okay. And I stopped. I stopped pushing stuff. I stopped promoting. I actually disappeared for maybe for maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. Disappeared and <laughs> I noticed that. I was yeah. like, I always used to see you like like retweeting, tweeting, just being, you know, like a, a social butterfly online. And and I noticed there was like a hiatus um, from you. Yeah, I'm trying not to do that no more. It's, it's gonna take me a minute, but I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as so. you come back, that's that's all that matters. And and you know, I I definitely do. I did notice. I said, wow, I, I haven't seen you. I haven't. I haven't um, really spoken to you um, in a couple of weeks or so. So that, that was kind of like, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, strange, but you know, I think that happens to the most of us, like the best of us, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got back on focus once all this bull crap happened, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as with the, the black lives matter and stuff like that stuff with George Floyd, that kind of put me back on focus because it took me back to writing about life and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And definitely, it definitely has affected um, a lot of people that, that whole situation um, emotionally and, and and some of us even spiritually that, that George Floyd and, and, and just the overall anger of, you know, what's been going on online. It's, it's setting us, it set us about back a couple of months, if anything, so what are your what what are your like um in this this time that you've been away like have you been working on music or have you just been just thinking things over maybe um trying to find your place um back in the game like like what's what's been happening yeah a little bit of all that i mean um i was trying to find my purpose back in the music uh because it was like we are I, I consider musicians such an influence over the entire world. So if, you know, we, if, if we come together with our music, we could spark a, a change different from, you know, other, other people out here doing, because everybody listens to music. Music is like therapy for everybody. Right. Exactly. So, so my focus has been trying to get back on, um, writing the type of songs that I know is going to matter. Uh, not just going to hit for the moment, but they'll hit for months later, years later, and stuff like that. And <clears throat> which was the real purpose of the album that I really, that I was really working on. Right. Welcome to my world. And you know what? I, I, Cause what it was, is basically, yeah. When I heard that, um, I know that I had played that on um, the punchline and everybody was feeling that track. <laughs> everybody was feeling that track. I was like, "Yo, I, this this was so refreshing to hear." Like it was, it was a real. Um, it just takes you back. Like your music takes us back to a time where everything was just so like, you know, deep and thoughtful, and and of course, on top of um, music that is is definitely something that you could actually bop to. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I, I try. That's all I can say is I try. Well, you <laughs> didn't have to try hard. To it, uh, or the more, 
<laughs> yeah. But I feel like the more people listen to you, uh, the more you change the more you adapt to the type of stuff that needs to come out there. But what I feel you have to do is not lose yourself in all the hype out here. You know what I'm saying? Try and stay focused on you, but find a way to put, um, I don't know, put your emotions or something, bring the, bring the crowd into you so that they can understand what's going on for real exactly. and still have fun. Exactly. And one of the things that you had said, you said about, you know, music being like a part of everybody's life, you know, you know, they, when you look at it in a different way, you know, like I've always broken it down was music is about frequencies and we're all on frequencies. And when you're creating and you're creative and you're making music, it's like you're making a mark in somebody's life. You're, you're being that, that driving force that perhaps if they do press play and they're having a, a shitty day and they hear your music, that you have the power to change their, their mood. You have the power to change their emotion. So it really, it really is a very powerful um, talent to have to be able to control and manipulate emotion like that. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with poetry. Right, right. It's it's the same thing with poetry too, because I I've written poetry um, for years as well, and you know to be able to grasp um, simple concepts of that and be able to turn it into where somebody can understand how I feel emotionally, but broken down in the most simplistic science. Um, that that takes real talent. Yeah, it does. Yes. So about your project, because I know you said um, the Welcome to My World. Um, you said that, you know, in a, you released four singles so far. Right. And well, actually, actually, I did. I, I put a fifth one out, uh, Manifest Destiny. It was part of the album, mm-hmm. but. Because of everything that happened, um, I felt like I needed to go. I wanted to go ahead and release that right before I released this album. So. Oh, I see. I see. So you basically like you're like I wouldn't say like dropping just singles right now, but you're you're just like dropping um, some some projects so that people can actually get an idea. Because I see that you're not only with the the rap, but also you know the spoken word part of it. Um, that that's very fruitful as far as trying to grasp both of those audiences because they're pretty much the same audience but different. Right. So the, the special thing about um, Welcome to My World and the whole project is that I got to rap songs or whatnot on there, but there's also spoken word that that runs through it as well. So when people pick up this album, they'll hear everything. It's basically um, me telling the world who I am or expressing um, how I see things, a lot of the stuff that I've been through. Like a lot of that songs on that uh, on the album is going to be personal to me. And, and you definitely have but a, you definitely have a like story a to tell. I know that. To yeah, you definitely have a story to tell because, you know, just by hearing the emotion and um, some of your the, the way that you deliver your 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 words is, is just very deep. Like, I, I feel like you have more to tell than what you've been telling us, though. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving us hanging, huh? <laughs> well, hey, the, uh, actually, not for long. The, uh, the digital copies, the digital album will be out next Friday. Okay. 626. Save the date. 626. And why did you yes. pick why did you pick that date? Cuz I know some people like myself we pick dates for specific reasons. Actually, I picked that date because that was supposed to be the date after uh my first show coming out of this quarantine stuff when everything was opening back up. Mm. So basically, uh, the show would end right after midnight, and I was going to announce that the album released at midnight. 
Oh, okay. So you have a show. You have a show actually coming up. Where, where, where is it at? Well, it was supposed to be coming up <laughs> in Detroit at this uh, club called Blue, but just uh, last week I just got noticed that the show got pushed back. Oh. But I wasn't gonna push my release back though. So. Oh, that's so terrible. That's so terrible. Mm-hmm. And that sucks too because you know there's there's a lot of artists that you know they they consider themselves serious and you know they you know they're not you know they're home they're just making songs just to make songs and then you have other artists like yourself who are actually trying to connect with a a, a real audience by booking shows and because of this you know quarantine and 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 these rules and regulations that have been put into place for these clubs and venues you know, it's actually kind of stopping that that element that you need to be in as a musician to connect with listeners. Yeah, definitely. When you want to uh, pick up, you know, different cities and stuff like that. Right. And um, like, are you planning like a like hopefully when this is all over, are you planning like doing like a tour? Like, w- like what are some cities that you're hoping to visit? Uh, I want to hit California. I got a producer there the J Beats that I work with too and I like to get there and, and, and do a show in his area so that's good and that's one of the first places I like to go but I'm not sure how it's going to work out right now yeah that that's that's but, ki- that's kind of tough right now <laughs> and it's not fair like I, I feel like the, the the timing of all that is just like so terrible because you know to be able to complete a project and stuff and, and, and just have everything sitting on ice. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, you know, you're not letting that going to stop you from releasing the, the EP. Mm-hmm. So what is your plans as far as like, do you have any visuals planned or, or anything like that? Actually I do. Um, I just scoped the spot to do a sh- to shoot a video a couple of weeks back. I'm just waiting to see who I'm gonna have shoot the video for me so I can get one of these songs out the way. I'm not sure which song I'm gonna have the first video yet though. That's what I'm still working on. Oh, I'm in the same boat. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I I shoot videos as well. So, you know, I was just telling one of my friends. I said when I go to shoot other people's videos and they're telling me what they want. It's simple. It's easy. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I could do that. But then when it comes to myself and coming up with a treatment and all that stuff, because I'm so hard on myself, I'm just like, yeah, I might just have to have somebody do it for me. (laughs) 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 So that, that's, that's good. As long as you're, you know, you're, you're, you're definitely looking forward to doing that. I personally looking forward to see a visual as well. Um, I have an idea of what song you might do first, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that to myself so I can say I was right. Um, <laughs> I already know. I, I already know. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So how long how long have you been uh, a musician besides you know your start as poetry? But how long have you been active as a musician and pushing this heavy as a as a marketing aspect? Uh, just a few years. Like when I first uh, pushed that first single in 2018, that's when I really got active and started pushing my own material. Mm-hmm. And what are yeah. some of the obstacles that you've you've actually faced? Because I know that I've been doing this since 2006, I think. I, I was mm-hmm. a, I was I would say I was a bullshit artist in the beginning. You know, I thought I knew everything. You know, I, I thought I understood the business, and I just pretty much lost everything I invested. Um, but I didn't really like I would say around that time, like 2018 is when I cracked down and said, you know what, I got to learn the business. I have to understand what I'm doing. I have to understand marketing. I have to understand promotion. And maybe that's why I haven't blown up yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a lot of that is a obstacle in itself. Promotions. Um, I mean, trying to do it yourself, that's what makes it so hard when you just by yourself trying to do it. Yes. And I blew a lot of money. Um, I blew money when I was working with other artists. Uh, when they was asking me for help to, with their sound and stuff like that, I blew money because I blew that money on them. And 
happened was then came about some of those projects that should have came out. If I'm going to blow money, I'm going to blow it on myself. So let me see what I could do with this. I know that feeling. <laughs> I, I definitely know that feeling. And and what happened with those artists? Because yeah. <laughs> I, I know that feeling way too much. I done invested thousands of dollars into artists that I believed in. And yeah, everybody quit. Yeah. <laughs> those artists are still um, talking about doing something. Mm. But that's the thing. They're talking about it. So this it's, it's kind of like it. you're you're more you're more motivated and 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 believe in them more than they believe in themselves. Definitely. And why do you think that is? Uh, do you think it's because we're just like, you know, like my fear is? I, I always say I don't want to blow up by myself. I want to have a group of people with me, so it's not so much pressure on me, and we're all happy. <laughs> 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 Cause that's what it seems yeah, I think like. we all think I think we all think like that in the beginning, but as you move through the process, you start to see who's real serious about things and who's not. People start falling off at the ankle. The more uh, you get into it, the closer you get to a goal, the more you see certain people fall back. Or you realize that that's an anchor holding you back. Yeah. That I agree with. Um, there is a lot of people, I would say, in our lives, like I, I think that, I think what hurts us the most as people is that we we believe that we have folks that believe in us. They say they believe in us and they don't share shit. They don't, <laughs> they don't play nothing. You know, they, they don't show up to, you know, a live stream. You know, it's just... The overall support is just very hard to find in, in your own hometown. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I think um Toledo though, uh, where I'm at, they trying to they trying to come together. There's still a lot of people that uh don't want to worry with the don't worry bother with the people here, but they're trying to come together and work collectively. So Maybe in the next couple of years, you know, something might, something serious might come out of my city. Right. Or maybe you might be the, the driving. About coming out of my city now. Yeah. Maybe you might be the driving force where you may actually put something big together for your city. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you that much. Um, I That's what I'm trying to do. I said, if I'm going to start a movement, my movement has to mean something. And I believe that when you start a movement and other people actually believe in that movement, then you actually get movement momentum. So I, I definitely believe in that, that aspect. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So as far as, um, when you said in your, your statement here, um, I was because here's here's the thing that I said that the two songs that I was really rocking with was Roll With It. That one I love. Uh-huh. I, I You know what? I was I was actually cooking one Sunday because Sunday is my, my, my big cooking day. And um, I was playing I was playing my um, playlist and that came on and my little one, she's three and she just could not stop uh-huh. singing the hook. So I said, you know what, if if a kid likes it and they keep singing it, then that's something that definitely should be pushed. That's why I kept saying, I, I really think I know what video you're going to go with first. Uh, <laughs> so I'm letting you yeah. know the kids. Yeah, that that song. <laughs> the kids love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that song, I, I was actually, um, I kind of want to go back in the studio and revamp that song. Uh, not not so much as changing uh, any other vocals or stuff like that, but I feel like I could bring more out of it. Yeah, I've had so moments. My, my like plan that. is to actually go back in and redo that song and re-release it again. Mm. And that's weird that I picked that one out of all of them, right? Because I, I, I just have my feelings. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have my feelings. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's my song, 
and you're gonna go back in and fix it and and, and re-release it. I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool, that works. So as far as like, do you have any features planned or anything like that? I actually got a couple of features on this uh, on this album. Welcome to my world. It's just a couple of homeboys that I grew up with. Uh, I don't. uh, I'm a private person, so I don't uh, mess with a lot of people, but. I like to fool with artists that are serious. So there's a couple of uh, people I grew up with that I went back and got in contact with and got them a little more active in music again. And, you know, they collectively uh, jumped on a couple of tracks with me, and I think they're real nice. Wow, you have a good ear then. You have a very good ear because most people, when they start getting into the game and, you know, they're trying to figure it out for themselves. They're, they're not really thinking about, you know, grabbing the next person to help with a project. And, and I, I think that's very, very like selfless. I, I really do think that that's a dope thing that you're doing with that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I even had the, um, one of my guys put together the, what would I want to say? The, the track list, the order. I had one of my guys figure that out for me. They put together the order of all the songs so that it would actually say something or it'll keep you in a certain mood. Mm. Yeah, that is true because the, you know, arrangements are, are very important. You know, even when you listen to mainstream, like you can hear like why they arranged songs to follow up the way they did a certain way. So to to have someone like it sounds like you have a good a good team behind you because that that's a that's a bunch of you know help that a lot of us don't have. Right. I think I got lucky with it a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't look at it as luck. I, I look at that as it's deserving because you you you're seeing you have a vision. And you're trying to put that vision together and to just grab as many people to put on the same lenses. That's a very, very, very hard thing to do. And and you have that. So I, I think that that's more than just luck. I think that it's it's meant to be. We shall soon see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as as far as um your your personal life um are are like are you like a dad because I know Father's Day is coming like what what what's your your story are you married you have children I am a dad um I don't like to talk about the kid things I got a lot of drama going on with with the oh we all do the other parent so. I like to leave that alone right now. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. But uh, but I, I love my kids. You know they they doing real good. Um, just a little personal situations with, with the with the other parent that's you know kind of hold stuff up. So oh yeah, I kind of let that play itself out. Oh yes, trust me, I I definitely do know, and I I know exactly what that that's like you know i have brothers i i have my dad and you know i know that life you know what i'm saying i, I get you i got you <laughs> and you know of course my prayers my prayers are always with everybody that is going through situations like that because life should be you know cool you know what i mean it should be cool but yeah i I'm, I'm definitely happy to know that you're you're using your art to to get through those moments and you know, even for myself, I've I've had personal issues and personal problems, you know, and I use my music in order to help me kind of vocalize it, but in a, a very mm-hmm. artistic way. And people that catch it, they catch it. And people that don't, it just goes right over their head, but they like the beat. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, as long as you like something about it, I'm happy. I'm, I'm definitely happy. That's true. That's true. So as far as everything else. It's all about else, capturing the ear somehow. Oh, yeah, you got, yeah, you you you, you got to capture, you know, because I always felt like, you know, everybody's story is personal. And when we release an album or project or video or movie, however way we, we use our artistic um, selves, um, when you touch a person, 
then you then I'm like, you know what? I went through that for a reason. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't really stay as mad, but I'd be like, you know what? If if mm-hmm. a person hits me up in my DMs and says, yo, your verse or the way you express that really helped my situation, I'm like, maybe, maybe I was called upon to go through that stress for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way sometimes. I don't like it, but I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I, I always say, "Why, why me? Why me? What, what did I do? I've always been a good person." And then you, <laughs> he's like, "You're sitting in the, in the lab." You, know, you, you said something though. You said something about uh, about being mad or whatnot. And that that just made me think of something. So, <clears throat> as far as one of the inspirations, I mean, Tupac. One of the things that was holding up. Uh, the entire album was that you remember I'm mad at you. Yes. Yeah, I had a producer recreate that track, and that's one of the um, clips on my album now. The song is called "How You Gonna Fly." I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people. And that's one of that's one of my favorite songs too by Tupac. Yeah. And that's a good song to pick, too, because I, I know a lot of his music, um, a lot of the poems that he had and, and he converted it into songs is stuff that he wrote when he was in jail. And a lot of us are in prison in our own minds. And sometimes we need we need to write. We need to get it out, even if it's a song that don't ever like like get recorded. You know, like I have songs that I actually created and I won't let a soul hear it. And I'm just like, I made this shit for me. <laughs> I'm banging this for me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I, like, yeah, I think we all got those. Oh yeah, I call it like the 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 hidden album. Like that's the album that you know when you're old and gray and, and you pass away and your great grandchildren find it and they're like, oh my god, this is heat. And you're just like, yeah, I had a story to tell, but I couldn't tell everything. But I told I told y'all some things, but you know that this is it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'd be like, yeah, yeah, everybody needs to have that that one hidden album and to just keep creating because you you never know. These these are kind of things that I, I like to say that they go into like a time capsule. Our music is is time capsules of our lives and poetry is is time capsules as well. And you know, hundreds and hundreds of years from now, when people if the internet is still even here and they come across our stuff, I, I want people to sit back and say, who was this chick? You know, why, why was she so cool? And why is she so weird? <laughs> <laughs> right. So that, that's what I look forward to. I, I look forward to that future. I, I want, I, I like when my music is discovered, you know, that's why I don't really go heavy into promotion like that. But when people mm. discover, you know, I've had people discover my songs and then they reach out to me uh, you know, and I'm, I kind of feel weird behind it because I'm like, OK, don't be coming to me like you a Stan and, and a Barb and all that. Like, just <laughs> just say what up. I don't bite. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, get, a, get a fans a chance. Get a fans a chance. No? <laughs> I'm scared. I am terrible. I, I, I say all the time, I don't want to be famous. I, I don't want fame. I, I feel mm. like I want to have like intimate sessions with with people you know what i mean like like kind of like the unplugged back in the day with lauren hill and you know you had yeah. the, they had the guitar they had like a, a little maybe 20 people in the room it was televised but 20 people in the room and just unplugged live set type thing and i'm i'm more intimate like that i don't i don't want to sell out arenas and shit like i just think that that's like unrealistic for what my vision is for myself it's like the vibes, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I got to vibe with people. I got to vibe with people. I can't, I can't, you know, I, some people want longevity in this business, like maybe two, three, maybe two, three albums. And then they spend the rest of their lives doing activist work. That's my goal. I, I want just enough to, to put my name out there, but as well as try to make change in the world. That sounds like a solid plan. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> so as far as um, 
let's say, because again, I know you've, you've you've had your hiatus from social media and everything like that. Um, what do we expect like for the the rest of the year from you? Um, do, are we expecting more music? Or are you just going to just go heavy into when they lift up this quarantine? You're just going to go heavy into promoting um, and, and doing shows and putting yourself out there. There'll be more music than shows. Okay. Yeah, lately, I've just been in a writing craze. So. So you you just been writing. You just have you been in the in the studio or do you have your own studio? Like how how do, how is your your session set up? Uh, I have a practice studio. My producer has uh, that he's been putting together, and then. You know, we practice there. Then I go to the studio that I actually record the songs at. But we working on getting the, the practice studio put together as a real studio, so we don't have to do that no more. Oh, well, that's that's. I actually got a session tomorrow. Oh, you do. And that's that's yeah. interesting that you said that because I I did remember um, there was one rant I had I think on Twitter the I think it was like maybe last week or so. And I said, everybody's always talking about going to the studio, but no one ever practices. No one ever rehearses. No one ever works on their presence. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's something that's very necessary. Yeah. And can you please explain to everybody why it's so necessary? Because when I try to do it, I come off like a dick. And I don't mean to, but I know I spent a lot of money... (laughs) for artists that I used to work with, the artists that I, I had under me, they could never understand why I said we have to practice. They're like, well, we're just going to go record. I'm like, but you have to practice your what you're going to record first. <laughs> That's true. So um, <clears throat> as far as practicing before you record or before you do a show, it's basically to... have you come off in a more comfortable uh, manner. Your delivery changes uh, when you when you practice. Uh, even if you don't memorize the song, if you've been practicing those uh, verses or whatever verse or what it is, when you actually go to the studio, your comfort zone is going to be that much higher and it's just going to flow. You, you may have hiccups now and then, but it's just going to flow. Now, if you practice enough to the point where you memorize your song, then it's going to come off that much better because you're going to be delivering it as if you're doing a live set. And lots of people live sets. Yes. According material. But that's because they've, they've got it down packed. Yes, that's true because, I mean, I listen to hundreds of songs. I'm not even going to say thousands because that's just old. I, I don't even listen to a thousand songs like that but i listen to hundreds of songs sent to me per week especially with let's say the younger crowd and you could totally tell that they're reading you know like it's like you you could tell that you know they're reading their ad libs just don't fit Mm -hmm. right like it's just it's not sitting right with the track like kind of like the engineer probably said okay do a uh here and do a uh uh-huh there and, and 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 try to just go like whoa you know, right there. Like, it just sounds like <laughs> too much direction is, is being you know, given. You know what you just did? You just did a whole verse of some of, some of these people's songs out here. Today. Ooh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's their whole verse. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know, the, 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 what is it, the animal noises that they make, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not right, shitting right, on... Right. I'm not shitting on today's music. I, I hate to shit on today's music. Um, I was actually schooled by a youngin the other day. Actually, no, it was a couple of months ago. And I, I felt mm-hmm. like I deserved to hear it because I, I keep saying to myself, okay, I'm 34 years old. I'm not a spring chicken like I used to be. I look like it, but I'm not. I'm kind of old in the knees and, you know, I, I hear them crack when I walk. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to music, you know, we have seen the transition from when hip hop started to when it started getting into corporate, you know, corporate put their hands in it and they're like, okay, uh, sell this Ciroc or sell this outfit or sell this company or sell this drugs. 
And then, of course, in the black community, sell the guns, you know, sell the fact that you're a thug, sell that, you know, forgetting that right. we, we, we're, we're part of and, and, you know, people throw the term around loosely. You know, you're a king, you know, you're a queen. I'm like, everyone can't be a king and everyone can't be a queen. You know, there were some, you know, sharecroppers, you know, there were some people that were maids and there were some people that were slaves. So if we're going to talk about a hierarchy in life, everybody can't be a king and queen. So we, we have to get that stigma out. Um, I also right. say that the the messages in music has changed and, and why has it come to the level of this, let's say, blue face who doesn't rap on beat, who doesn't have any specific type of message to deliver, which is we all know what hip hop came from. Hip hop was about messages, talking about what was going on in the community and just using that as an outlet, as an audio newspaper at the time on a dope ass beat. What do you think? Right. Do you think that music is eventually like because of the uh, uprising that's been happening and, you know, the support of black businesses and all of us looking into um, the injustices, the social injustices that have been happening to our people? Do you think that the whole rise of people actually getting back into the, their lyrical self is going to come back? Actually, that's um, already it has started right before this. It's slowly coming in, but this may speed it up. Because what happened is we sparked artists like Ice Cube to come back. Right. Okay. So the the more they spark um, MCs like that, to, you know, to come back and do stuff, these are people, even though, um, you know, some of the younger crowd don't really get into it, but these are some of the people that they looked up to. You know, even though they may uh, talk about drugs and all this or might not even talk about anything sometimes, these are still some of the people that they looked up to. So hearing that and on top of what's going on, you know, they may uh, come around to seeing how much power they actually have in the world. Right. I mean, look at little Baby. Uh, his last song that he did about about the uh, riots and the Black Lives Matter, you know, that's a nice song. Yeah. But I like Lil Baby anyway, though. He's a nice artist. Yeah, he is. He 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 definitely is dope. He definitely is dope. Yeah. But we need to see that. We we definitely need to see that a lot more of that. Um, and you know, I, I get so frustrated because I, I say, you know, why did it have? Why did this have to happen? Why did why did this have to happen in order for people to use their platforms the way that, you know, it should have been used? I mean, I, I'm a person that has always I hate to use the word conscious, but, you know, a lot of people don't really listen to my music like that because they're there. They see my transition from musician to podcaster, radio host. Um. But when people actually take the time out to listen and they're just like, wow, I didn't know that you was talking about all that. I was like, well, uh, it wasn't hot. You know, at the time, you know, with female <laughs> female rappers, you, you got to be twerking. You got to have your boobs out. You, you got to have your butt hanging out. You got to be rapping about having all these dudes and, and, and money and, and that you'll do anything for the dollar. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't I don't come from that. I, I come from a family of people, of musicians, and they listen to my shit. So I was like, what do I look like with my dad listening to me talking about, oh, I'm a twerk on a nigga. Ah, ah, ah. He'll be like, wait, 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 wait. Now I know <laughs> you was not hanging around my studio since you were a kid, coming across so many greats to record for you to come out talking about that shit. So part of that is, you know, I think that aspect, why I can't, like, I just literally can't put music out like that because obviously I have a little girl looking up to me. I have several girls looking up to me. So if I come out with a track, the support uh -huh. is really like, I would feel like the youth for today to, to be listening to. I don't make music for my peers. I always say all the time. So. With, and that's probably one of the problems. Everybody make music for their peers right now. 
or they make music for for the next person or for their friend. Yeah, their homies. But they don't really make it for themselves. Cause I feel like a lot of artists that uh, do music, and I mean, this is just my opinion. So you know, don't label this as the gospel. But I feel like a lot of artists that make music today don't really like what they make. They just do it because that's what's hot. And that's what the people want. But I believe, like you said about those hidden gems, I believe some of these artists real have some really have some real music in the background that they've recorded that they just listen to on their own. Right. They could be lit that and that could be a hit. That could be a hit, but <laughs> they're they're all looking at it and I agree with you hundred percent. They're all looking at it as Okay, if my people can't turn up to this, if they can't drink to this, if they can't smoke to this, that's why I say a lot of the music today is low frequency music. It's it's like low vibrational. So you'll have people like us that have been around for a minute that listen to it and say, okay, well, I, I don't smoke angel dust, so I, I can't really, you know, vibe with this. Um, so I, I guess like the music that, you know, the pill pop and shit, I mean, I'm like, okay, y'all, Y'all doing junkie music, so I'm not a junkie, so hmm. I, I can't really get down with that. But the beat's hot. Let me talk to the producer because the, the right. producer's hot, and right. the it's the beats and that are are putting these 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 people out there. Because the first thing you hear is the beat. That's the first thing, and then you listen to the artist. And sometimes you'd be like, everybody says I love the song because of the beat, and I'm like, oh, so you didn't like the artist? That's 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 kind of messed up. Yeah, and that's exactly what's going on. It went from the lyricist controlling the the um, <clears throat> where the music goes to the producer controlling it. Yeah, that's why it should be the producer featuring yeah. the artist as opposed to the artist and you know the the producer. You know, they they just like it's not arranged right. And of course, back in like you have your producer and that's the difference. Like if you, I don't know if you see me going off about production all day, um, but I'm I'm what you call like an old school producer. Like I, I believe in sitting down with the artist, you know, the artist coming to me and I'm like, yo, how was your day? And just a blank canvas. And just saying, how was your day? Man, work was fucked up, man. This dude took my hours and I, now I'm, I'm fucked. I can't pay my rent. I'm like, word. And while they're telling me, I'm just, you know, working on the beat, making the beat around it. And, and then we have a hit because we sat down together and came up with an idea. Nowadays, you got these kids that are just putting out beats. They all sound rushed. There's no real production. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Uh, a pattern okay these kicks these hi-hats these drums this melody that i i took from another producer that took the time to make it and no real arrangement and you're just creating your song around their rushed beat that they just tried to sell <laughs> yeah it's very deep it, yeah, it's, every producer is not like that though but yeah every producer is not like that you're absolutely right but I'm talking about like the beat makers that really just make beats just so that they can have a sale. And there's a lot of that. There, there is a lot of that. That's why I've always get into these little spats, you know, with these producers for that, because I, I love the producers that take the time to actually work with an artist and not look at it as, oh, my God, I'm getting paid. Like, I want that producer to be mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, we're getting paid because we we did that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just not the same. You know, everything is just watered down, saturated. It's the market is over flooding with talent. But then it's also mm -hmm. being combated with greed. And I think that's what the big decline is, is that the greed is what's making the whole idea of being a musician just so like unhappy. Yeah. Greed takes away from the love of the music. Yeah. Cause we're in it. We, we're in this because this is our passion. And some people literally just woke up and said, yo, I said rat. 
and it rhymed with cat. So now I'm gonna be a fucking rapper. That that's <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. Like I'm like, wow, you said rat and cat. Oh my god, if you throw in the bat and the gat, you got a whole EP. Oh my goodness, that's so sad. <laughs> Look, I tell I used to engineer like a lot of artists in my city. And sometimes I would just sit. I literally have walked away from sessions because I'm like, yo, I, I, I ain't for, for I'm, No, no way. I'm not doing that. These 14 year olds coming in talking about, yo, I got three bitches. I'm like, you got three what? Because when I was 14, I was collecting Pokemon. So how the hell you got three bitches? <laughs> so <laughs> I just personally, I, I just. Sometimes you just got to cut, you know, some people are like, oh, just record them. I said, record what? They're 14 years old, man. They, they don't know nothing about bitches. And they're rapping about bitches. They got racks on racks and they're shooting up, shooting up shit. And I'm like, what, in Call of Duty? Because I, what are you shooting up? Nothing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> Candy stuff. I don't know. <laughs> But that's 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 good though. You know, at, at the end of the day, you know, I know our hearts are in it, so that's why I'm more like, you know, when I vibe with artists like you, you know, we we understand the game, and you know, I hate to say it's a game, but we understand the game better than everybody else, and and what it actually is for, what what it's about. Yeah, I try, I try very much. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, any final thoughts? You know, like, uh, uh, hold on, real quick. Let me tell you. Uh, I want to tell you a story about one of my sessions. Oh right? yes, please, please. I love and I love session is, stories. And this is with um, two of the artists that's featured on the album. Okay. Throughout the time we was working on it, uh, had uh, one particular fellow always came with me to the studio to make sure that. Uh, I expressed myself right. And I mean, he was just, uh, as far as recording, he was a complete asshole to me, but I needed that. So this what would happen. I would go in the booth. I would record my verse. Okay. We listen back to it because he would never let me go through the entire song. He, we go through one verse. He'd listen to it. And then he'd be like, that sounded good. Now go back in there and do it for real. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and and that, I look at him like, that was a good take. He said, yeah, it was good. Now go back in there and do it, do it for real, though. He's like, he know when I'm serious, or he know what he know what it takes to get the best out of. So he but he pushed. He definitely pushed you. Yeah. Well, that, it used that, to be that, irritating, but you know. Well, we need at that. the end of the day. I was like, okay, appreciate that. <laughs> we need that. You know, I, I feel like like yeah. we need that um, that extra push because some people they, they 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 don't know how to come off right. But, you know, they mean well, and, and we kind of mistaken that, you know, oh, you, you know, they're just trying to give you a tough time. But, you know, sometimes they see that, yeah, you could have did that better. Like, that's how my dad always was. Like, you you get back in there. I ain't punching you in. Like, come on, I'm tired. Come on. Well, you wrote it. I didn't. I'm like, shit, man. I don't want it. <laughs> so I, I know that push. You wrote it. Don't know how to say it. <laughs> I was like, it's a tongue twister, Dad. I can't. He said, Well, uh, then, then don't write like that. Like, you know, why? Why would you write a verse that you cannot get through without punching in? Which is again, the most important part. Like you said, is about practicing. You, we write it and we hear it a certain way in our head, but then when it comes time, you know, to hit that record button, you know, we're fumbling, stumbling, and mumbling trying to get through it. And my dad would stop and uh -huh. say, Well, you know that that was not good. I said, just, just keep it. Just keep it. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I, I ain't keeping that because that ain't your best take and I'm not going to keep doing this session if you're going to be like that. I was like, all right, fine. And I just 
try I did it like that that one time you get angry enough and you get through it and then everybody mm-hmm. just finally starts clapping like yay like she finally did it. <laughs> 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 so that's good though you need it like we all need that we we all need that extra push and what what are like some of like your final thoughts like in, in general like what what is your final thoughts and uh, of uh, to conclude this interview what, what what do you want to let the world know uh, the name is two dub you can find me online as two dub official google the name and follow the walk of fame i'm gonna be here for a while <laughs> you better be <laughs> no but for real though uh <laughs> But that was some serious stuff. But for real though, no. um, if you want to do something, do it. Don't talk about it. Do it. Action. 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 That's all what it's about right now. Action. Exactly. So action and 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 be active mm-hmm. yeah so basically so back on top of it but um once again uh the digital release 626 wtmw welcome to my world you gotta hear it gotta listen to it Absolutely. And then from that point on, the rest of the summer, every month, you should be hearing a new single from me. Oh, every month, and you better get them to me because I, I like to I like to keep my playlist active. I like to have my mixes on point, and um, definitely will be looking forward to hearing that. And you know, follow <clears throat> excuse me, following this interview, I'm going to be playing your songs. Um, so that our listeners can get an idea. Um, and also in the in the description, they can actually click on the information re- so they can be able to follow you on your social media and be able to follow you on your um, streaming platforms so they can be aware of when your new releases drop. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And I, I, I cannot wait. I can't wait. And ladies and gentlemen, I, again, this is a two dub official. Make sure y'all follow him. Make sure y'all connect with him and be part of his journey. There's a lot that's going to be coming and you guys don't want to miss it. So definitely hit that follow and definitely hit that share button so everybody can get into 2Dub's world. Thank you. And thank you. Sorry for the wait, but I'm here now. Welcome to my world. Yo, I can't stop, this feeling is taking over Surging through my veins, venom is like a cobra The rhythm I rock, colder, the mental I got older Trembles the hardest soldier, turn up my vision closer I struggle to feed my hunger, now look how the hungry go If the light don't shine, I make my own glow If the way blocked off, I pave my own road Drive harder than those before me, guess that's how a hater grow My temper been tainted, bro, the rap cannibal Call me animal, vandal to work creator While major like Hall of Famers, Will Robinson Stop, danger, approach with Caution target my arsenal, dotting dead them and ladies, my words better. Been ahead of your slow brainers, my reign is a no-brainer. From worker to business owner, from local to global roamer. It's past time to grind, past time to shine. My past time was fine, I'm moving up the world. I was in my lane, welcome to my world, the world wins. Second minds to grind while my first mind rhymes. And the spoken lines rise like balloons with hot air. You're talking, I don't care. You don't levitate. My fears don't elevate my ears. I change the atmosphere. Ain't pressed over acquaintances. They break and need maintenance. I shake and vacate. Get bent and call it medicine. Years, I'm getting better in the percent. Y'all in my veteran. I speak candidly. Shots, I spit them randomly. Flow so out of control. Miss Jackson gonna be mad at me. Twice he tried to wife me, but unions ended tragically. Need one to stand with me without trying to 
to manage me or handle me intellectually. Them she rule the best of me while I'm dancing with destiny. Dangerous on the melody. Gifting vocals so heavenly. Positive with the energy. The vibe is just in me. So free me, but don't end me. I'm in my lane. Welcome to my world. The world wins. They got Another fly as me, heart of a lion dynasty. Arrow with this artistry, shooting lyrics like archery. Probably another prodigy, winning like it's the lottery. Shaping up Pilates, parkour, flip lobby. My life is like graffiti sometimes. It makes me wonder, could I spray a different picture? Maybe an image bigger? Make me a vintage nigga like Dre and NWA, CL Smooth, Pete Rock, Jigga Man, Tupac. I'm giving all I got every time the beat drop. Exploding on the spot, hand grenade brigade. Yeah, that's the aroma, success, that's the diploma. New Titan in the arena, that high, come get your I'm re-up. I'm in my lane, 